0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast, my name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about iron deficiency anemia and you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash iron deficiency or in the hematology section of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Iron is an important part of the hemoglobin molecule. Haemoglobin is responsible for carrying oxygen around the body. Iron deficiency leads to anemia which is a low concentration of haemoglobin. Iron deficiency causes a microcytic hypochromic anemia. Microcytic refers to small red blood cells with a low mean cell volume or MCV Hypochromic refers to pale cells due to a reduced hemoglobin concentration inside the cell. Let's talk about the causes. Several scenarios can lead to iron deficiency insufficient dietary iron, for example, restrictive diets, reduced iron absorption, for example, in celiac disease, increased iron requirements, for example, in pregnancy. And loss of iron through bleeding, for example, from a peptic ulcer in the stomach or duodenum, or from bowel cancer. The most common cause in adults is blood loss. There's a clear source of blood loss in menstruating women, particularly in women who have heavy periods, which is called menorrhagia. In women not menstruating, and in men, the most common source of blood loss is the gastrointestinal tract. This bleeding might be from cancer, for example, stomach or bowel cancer, esophagitis or gastritis, which is inflammation of the esophagus or the stomach, peptic ulcers, inflammatory bowel disease, or angiodysplasia, which are abnormal vessels in the wall of the bowel. Dietary insufficiency of iron is the most common cause in children. During growth, Iron requirements often exceed the dietary intake. PICA, which refers to eating dirt or soil, is a common exam presentation for iron deficiency anemia in children. Iron is mainly absorbed in the duodenum and the jejunum. It requires the acid from the stomach to keep the iron in the soluble ferrous or Fe2 form. When the stomach contents are less acidic, it changes to the insoluble ferric or FE3 form. Therefore, medications that reduce stomach acid, such as proton pump inhibitors, for example, ameprazole or lanzoprazole, can interfere with iron absorption. Inflammation of the duodenum or jejunum, for example, from celiac disease or Crohn's disease, can also reduce iron absorption. Next let's talk about testing. Iron travels around the blood bound to a carrier protein called transferrin. Total iron binding capacity or TIBC is the space for iron to attach to on all of the transferrin molecules combined. Total iron binding capacity is directly related to the amount of transferrin in the blood. Transferrin saturation refers to the proportion of the transferrin molecules that are bound to iron, expressed as a percentage. The formula for transferrin saturation is transferrin saturation equals serum iron divided by the total iron binding capacity. So if 50% of the transferrin molecules are bound to iron, This means the transferrin saturation is 50%. Ferritin is a protein that stores iron inside cells. Ferritin is an acute phase protein that's released into the blood with inflammation, for example in infection or cancer. A low ferritin is highly suggestive of iron deficiency. A normal ferritin does not exclude iron deficiency. A raised ferritin is difficult to interpret and it may be caused by inflammation, for example, infection or cancer, liver disease, iron supplements or hemochromatosis. The serum iron, which is the amount of iron in the blood, varies significantly throughout the day with higher levels in the morning and after eating iron containing meals. On its own, the serum iron is not a very useful measure. Total iron binding capacity is a marker for how much transferrin is in the blood. Total iron binding capacity and transferrin increase with iron deficiency and decrease with iron overload. Transferrin saturation indicates the total iron in the body. With less iron in the body, transferrin will be less saturated. With increased iron in the body, transferrin will be more saturated. Transferrin saturation can temporarily increase after eating a meal rich in iron or taking iron supplements. Therefore, a fasting sample gives the most accurate results. The normal ranges are serum ferritin, 41 to 400 micrograms per litre, serum iron, 12 to 30 micromoles per litre, total iron binding capacity, 45 to 80 micromoles per litre and transferrin saturation, 15 to 50%. Iron overload results in high values of all of these markers except total iron binding capacity. An iron overload may be caused by hemochromatosis, iron supplements and acute liver damage. And remember the liver contains lots of iron. Next let's talk about management. New iron deficiency in an adult without a clear underlying cause, for example heavy menstrual periods or pregnancy, should be investigated further including a colonoscopy and an esophago gastroduodenoscopy or OGD for gastrointestinal malignancy. There are three options for treating iron deficiency anemia. Oral iron, for example ferrous sulfate or ferrous fumarate, iron infusions giving intravenous iron, for example cosmifer, and blood transfusions in severe anemia. Oral iron works slowly. A rise in hemoglobin of 20 grams per liter is expected in the first month of oral iron treatment. Common side effects of oral iron are constipation, and black stools and it's worth warning patients that these might occur. Patients with recurrent iron deficiency anemia may benefit from prophylactic supplementation with iron to prevent it from occurring. Iron infusions provide a rapid boost in iron, however there's a small risk of allergic reactions and anaphylaxis similar to treating with penicillin. Iron infusion should be avoided during infections as there's a potential for the iron infusion to feed the bacteria and worsen the infection. So thanks for listening to this episode on iron deficiency anemia. As always a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about pernicious anemia.